I am your father. This is a Brandon Colby Jacobs from Facebook exclusive. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. Touche, my nigga. Touche. <sighs> Yo, what it do, what it is, man. Um, Brandon Kobe Jacobs, episode uh, 32 of uh, the established 1984 podcast. And, um, you know, usually... Um, podcast is a bit more theatrical in the introduction and um i try to you know be be more animated and, and kind of give all the pomp and circumstance that um you know i think that the podcast generally deserves when i have um you know a great guest or have something big or profound to to say and um today unfortunately is not one of those days um it is with uh, a very deep sadness and a very heavy heart that i just got word that um that Derek washington um has passed away um say to that but I know I have to say something I think that it's only appropriate because you know a lot of who I am and what I've accomplished and what I think Duval County would recognize me for and things like that are a byproduct of having known Derek and him having been in my life and um, you know, what he gave to my life. Um, Derek was a, was a wonderful person. <laughs> we didn't always see eye to eye. Um, you know, I got frustrated with Derek at times, but never, never anything personal. Um, I met Derek in, I met Derek in 2004, in the fall of 2004. And, um, I had just come back from, um, no, I'm sorry. It was the fall of 2005. It was the fall of 2005. I had just come back from Tallahassee, um, going to Florida and um, things didn't work out and I ended up coming back home and, um, I was trying to get back into the music industry and a bunch of stuff and, um, bigger, um, told me to meet uh, Big Bodie at this uh, record pool meeting that this company called Upstart Entertainment was putting on. And um, and so I go. I'm a college rep for Universal at the time. I meet Bodie. I go inside and everything like that. And I get whisked on stage uh, by Bodie, who um, introduced me, introduces me to the organizer of the event. And that was, uh, that was Derek Washington. And Derek... Derek, ever the salesman, is telling me 
how uh, how amazing the Upstar Record Pool is and what it does and what it does for people in Northeast Florida and how it services music, how it breaks artists and all these sorts of things. And um, the one thing about Derek that that was always true is Derek could probably motivate just about anybody to do just about anything because he just he was a salesman in that way. Um, I um, I ended up working with Derek for a number of years on a variety of projects. I, I worked with him on a couple of record pools. Um, um, I met numerous people through him. Um, you know, I wouldn't know shout out if I hadn't gone to that record pool meeting. Um, I probably would not have the rapport with Bodie that I have. Um, I wouldn't have, you know, reconnected with Dr. Doom, you know, DJ SL Jams, and a variety of other people that, you know, make up those moments in your life that help create, you know, what we end up defining as a career um, in this crazy industry that we call music. And, um, you know, there's probably one of the most lovely human beings that I ever met in my entire life, Terry Sherman, I met through Derek. Um, I got to watch his, uh, watch his sons grow up and, you know, I know his son's a grown man now doing his thing. Um, you know, Derek and I, um, I think the, the last time we ever did any major business together was um in 2008 Derek convinced me to take on this uh take on this club uh, but before that obviously I worked with uh he and Levi Jordan uh when they had Cartouche and then they renamed Cartouche something else um and um you know we just worked together and you know Derek was always slow about giving me my money. <laughs> I was always, boy, me and Derek would go at it. Damn it, Derek. Derek, when am I going to get my damn money, man? <laughs> Derek always pay you. It might not be right when you want it, but Derek would always pay you. I say that. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, those moments of frustration and things like that, but You'd be so mad at Derek, but then two days later, Derek would call you and be like, so, uh, I got this project that I'm working on. I was wondering if you could do the streets. And you go, all right, Derek, what is it? <laughs> you know, um, no, but, um, we did a lot of stuff together and it was, 2008 was probably the last time we did, uh, Pulse Lounge and Libations, <laughs> um, I just went into it thinking, okay, this is going to be a great opportunity for me. Uh, I know, I think Ivory was in between clubs at the time, so I thought it was a great opportunity to be able to pull the crowd on a Friday night, you know. And um, we the first night in there, we find out that uh, the ACs broke. And then I think, like, right after that, we found out something was up with the liquor license. And it was just, this is a whole big, it was probably the most terrible experience I ever had in my entire life. But I had it with Derek, and Derek always made, you know, the best out of a terrible situation. Um, Derek, uh, Derek has worked in, well, he worked in logistics for many, many, many years. 
Um, he connected me to a lot of the people who I now work with as I work in logistics. And, um, you know, he just had always spoke highly of me as a, as a young man. And, um, I, you know, a lot of the context that he put me in contact with, I'll forever be grateful for. Um, you know, I, I don't think that everybody completely understands how much of an influencer Derek actually was on the city of Jacksonville. I mean, he brought tons of people together. I think he was managing um, the Roxy when Ivory came in there. Um, so he had those relationships. He had relationships with Cool Runnings. He he had relationships with everybody. So it was one of those situations that Derek a lot of times operated as the kind of mediator for a lot of a lot of things that would go on in in the city of Jacksonville and would you know bringing in to any kind of strife or disagreements that might be going on between people um events that Derek put on or were the type of events that you know even if you guys didn't get along with each other everybody showed up for that event you know everybody talks about the legendary altercation between Billy and I that took place at an upstart record pool meeting that, that Derek put on <laughs> you know how in the world would you get two people who were clearly at odds on the same stage together at the same time um Derek was just that sort of person that you know you you would want to run through a wall for and um I I was I was sad um, when I started seeing the Facebook post, because you know I'm not in Jacksonville anymore, but I was just it's it's sad when you find out that um, somebody you you respect that you find and you you view as a big brother and you had such a great rapport with has uh, passed on. I didn't I don't know if it was sudden. I don't know um, what what the cause was or anything like that. I don't know if there was any condition that he was currently going through or anything like that. But, um, you know, it's just one of those sad things to hear. I actually just, well, not just saw, but I, I saw him, um, in February, um, when I came home for, uh, UNF black alumni weekend. Um, I was, I drove over to, uh, I think it's called Yama's spot that uh, cash was uh was doing i drove by there um you know late in the afternoon trying to see if i could find cash to do the podcast <laughs> and um and Derek was just sitting outside uh he's sitting outside with a with a friend of his um they were chatting and i saw him and he, he got up and he gave me a big hug and you know I asked him how he was doing and what he had going on and I asked him if he saw Cash and he told me, oh, well, you know, Cash is probably around here. I think he lives in the area, this kind of deal. And I was like, okay, well, if you see Cash, tell him I'm looking for him. And right as I was getting in the car, I said, I said, yo, Derek, I said, um, you know I'm doing a podcast now, right, man? And he was like, oh, no, I didn't know. And I was like, yeah, man, I need to get you on the podcast. And he was like, yeah, well, give me a call, man. We'll get it done. Fortunately, we never got to do that. So, I guess it's one of those situations where you, um, 
this is one of those moments where you be like, damn, I wish I would have gave him the flowers while he was alive. I wanted to do that podcast with him just to recognize him for everything that he's done for so many people um, and recognize him specifically for what he did for me. Um, so I hope that, you know, for better or for worse, this can act as um, a representation of that in some positive way. Uh, Derek, um, if if you get up there listening, man, um, I want you to know that I love you, man. Um, I love you. I always respected you, even as we bumped heads. Um, such a funny person such a giving person you gave so much to my life I know you gave so much to, to many people's lives um, you had such a great family and um, I, I respected you far beyond anything industry related man and um, I wish we had had a little bit more time I really do. Um, so yeah. Rest in peace, Derek Washington.